Hello and welcome to the Wikigate podcast. I'm Benjamin. And I'm Meredith. And this is the show where we talk about our lives and how we apply the Bible in our lives. And today we're going to talk about um, what it means to be made in the image of God and like how what that looks like and how it applies to our life and stuff. But first, we'll catch up on life. How's life for you this week, Benjamin? This week went by super fast. I was just saying that we're recording this on Thursday and putting it up on Friday. I was just saying that it felt like Monday night, which is odd because at the end of Monday night, I thought it was Wednesday night. So I'm just all mixed up this week. But overall, it's been a pretty good week. Again, again. I've been having a good week too. I'm an elementary education major and so... I was in a first grade classroom all day yesterday and today and trying to teach first graders how to use computers today. So that was exciting, or not so much. <laughs> they that do not miserable. have patience with technology, but it was good. Um, so a couple of, anything else, by the way? Does happen, any exciting news or interesting happenings? Um, no. Okay. I don't think so. See, when you ask this, I get all nervous thinking that I'm forgetting something, but I I, I really can't think of anything. Oh my goodness, people. I've been so tired this week. I was sick last week. She has. And it's like I was never able to catch up with sleep or work, so then I've been working and not getting any sleep. I took a three-hour nap this afternoon. It was ridiculous. And for those of you who don't know Meredith, she feels like it's a waste of time to take a ten-minute nap. It's true. There are things so... to be done. <laughs> So this, Plus, I wake up tireder from my naps than I did before I nap sometimes. Today I didn't. Three hours. I mean, it's hard to be tired after sleeping for three hours, but ugh, it's bad. But I feel great now. Yay! <laughs> All right, I have a couple random questions for you. Oh, dear. Did you see them on my I, paper? I didn't. Good. All right, the very first one. What is your favorite smell or scent? Do you have a favorite? Everybody's all into, like, pumpkin spice everything, because apparently no. it's fall right now, although that's really hard to believe living here in Arizona. <laughs> and it's not even fall yet. It's like fall five, s- seven days, something like that, 17, I don't know, it has a seven in it, I fall, think. What's today's date? The 19th, 16th, 17th, today's, today's the 17th. the 17th, so it will be fall in four days. See, that's pretty much fall. Benjamin is a real stickler for stuff like that. Like, I can't say it's evening or good evening or anything unless it's exactly, what, 7 o'clock? Between 6 and 8 yeah, is okay. evening. And so if you say it before that, you get a lecture about how it's wrong. <laughs> All in good fun. Um, back to the actual question. My favorite scent, it's definitely not pumpkin spice and definitely not coffee. Um... <laughs> Mine's probably vanilla, if that gets your memory going. So, I don't know if I can pin down a favorite. I really like the smell of vanilla, like the actual vanilla extract. Like, vanilla candles are okay, (laughs) but they're not the same. (laughs) I like the smell of cookies and bread and stuff like that being baked. Um, The smell of pizza. Oh, pizza is a good one. So, food, then. (laughs) Yeah, for the most part. I had another one I thought of just a minute ago, but I can't remember. Oh, the desert after the rain. Oh. 
Which, that's so funny. It smells great to us now, but I remember when I first moved here, it's creosote bushes that smell like that. And we were just walking around a botanical garden, just looking at the different plants to kind of get the idea of what Arizona was like, because it was so different from Indiana. And they had this little station where you could pour water onto a creosote bush and smell it. And I just remember smelling that and be like, oh, that's awful. Oh, my goodness. I hate this oh, smell. And I hope it never rains here ever. But now I really like it, too. So <laughs> it's a smell that grows on you. <laughs> All right. So for my segue, I guess I'll just say even the smells you like can reflect the image of God. Oh. Ooh, I just thought of that. Okay, so the verse that kind of guides what we're talking about today is um, Genesis one twenty seven. So God made man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. All right, so what does that verse mean? If you, just off the top of our heads, what does it tell us about ourselves or about God? Or like, what do you think about you personally will start with whenever you hear that verse or is it just kind of like a fact for you that you haven't um thought a lot about it largely is just a fact but i'll kind of go off the cuff here um it speaks to me that god well for one thing he did create male and female and created them to be separate and different right but not like one subjugating the other. Right. They're both in the image of God, but they are different, and God did design that, which is a big issue in our culture right now. <laughs> um, for another, the fact that we're, like, in the image of God, I don't know, it feels like a lot of pressure. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, like, I do. But I hadn't thought about that. Like, when you talk about, so say, oh this kid is just like his dad and stuff like that. We're already in God's image, so we have to, like, live up to that. <laughs> All right, so, um, it's definitely, like, I didn't think about it that way. Like, we have to live up to it. But even just how we are without thinking about it is the image of God, which is really crazy to think about. Like, just that God made us that unique and special and it's only human beings that reflect the image of God. And so everything we do brings glory to him in a really special way. Um, and like unique traits of humanity, like the fact that we're creative and laugh at stuff. And what else can you think of? I want one. I really like eternal souls, right? That's kind of the one I was saying in Ecclesiastes that talks about how God has put eternity in their hearts. So we're, designed to um look for god and figure out what the meaning of life is and like that's like a need that we have that god designed into us that um it's something that no other part of creation has and so that's really cool um so what really got both of us thinking about this was your friend was talking to you about what it means like in our everyday life to be made in the image of God and right, like how right. we should think about it. So, so yeah, I, I had a really good lunch with a friend a few months ago and he talked about how he has always just really loved baseball. And for a long time, he, he felt like 
that was kind of a waste or he'd feel guilty for enjoying baseball more than he enjoyed like say going to church or uh, he found it easier to go play baseball than read his Bible and I could be putting words in his mouth here but that was kind of the, the sentiment of it was that frustration but he um, was taught that you know who you are God made you the way you are like for a reason so by him yes he is he does have to go and do all those things and go to church and read the bible and stuff like that but god is glorified by him loving baseball and going out and playing baseball and coaching baseball and stuff like that when you came in and told me that it just kind of like blew my mind because i know always that god could be glorified in the fact that we read our Bible and went to church and stuff like that, and even, like, using our talents specifically for him, like, in a ministry or something, and that's true. But the Bible does say that we can glorify God even in what we eat and drink. <laughs> and so it makes sense. Like, it's just showing that God did design us unique from other people because he loves baseball, and I hate baseball. <laughs> I think it's really boring. And so that just shows that God designed us in really unique ways, which brings glory to him that he put that much thought into each one of us. Yeah. And for me, that's been really helpful because I have a huge variety of interests. And um, I don't know, I've, I often feel that guilt. Like, I shouldn't even enjoy this stuff. It's just a waste of time and the scope mm -hmm. of eternity and all this. But, like, God created me with those interests. And so, like, as long as your interests are something that's biblically okay, let's right. just put that disclaimer <laughs> right. on there. God, God didn't give you an interest in a life of crime. That's <laughs> not a God-given interest. Um... Since God gave me those interests like politics and music, if I work to be a really good musician or really well-versed in politics, that can actually bring glory to God, even though it's not an overtly spiritual activity. Right. That's really helped me a lot. Yeah. And, I mean, I think there's an attitude thing in it, like, if we're doing it for our own selves, like, I am right. so awesome at this thing, or we get so wrapped up in it that we kind of push God out of it, then... We might not be bringing God glory as much. Like, people can still look at us and be like, God right. is amazing that he designed him able to do those things. But um, it's... It is an attitude thing. Right. Like you, For you personally. And, and a lot of it, I feel like, comes down to being prayerful about what you do, too. Like, the more prayerful you are in your life... And by that, I just mean the more you actually follow what the Bible says and pray without ceasing... Uh -huh. um, the, the better your attitude on that will be. So, like, if I'm sitting down and playing the piano and I'm just doing this because um, I'm good at it and I'm tired of doing things I'm bad at, so I'm going to go do something I'm good at. I don't think God gets much glory out of that, per se. But if I'm like, thanks, God, for letting me be able to learn how to play the piano because some people can't do that for whatever physical reason or mental reason and thanks for this and thanks for giving us all things to enjoy and that does and it's also cool to think about like even though we can't like 
we are showing a part of God's personality. Like, the fact that we are creative reflects the fact that God is way more creative than us. Right. And the fact that we have a sense of humor. I think God has a sense of humor. and Like, things like that. Um, but we can also just we can use almost anything to bring people to Christ too like we can, it can be general or really specific right so i love that too i'm trying to think what sorts of things cuz you what have you mentioned so far that like how you think about this in life what specific things you like that this applies to for you so you said politics and music piano. yeah and Honestly, like sometimes it's just small talk. Like I really like social media and Twitter so and all that. With and, yeah, and connecting. God designed us to connect with people. Yeah. And, so that's cool. For me, I guess it would be like the fact that I love to write and teaching little kids. I love that process of helping kids learn things and grow. And it's there's tons of um, examples of like how God does that with us, walks us through step by steps and stuff. And so that. Reminds me of him a lot. I guess a good way to kind of put this all in a little... Wrap it all up in a little bow. (laughs) Um, The... where Christians often talk about how you can bring glory to God through your work. And, um... Yes, so we're created in God's image. And whether, therefore, you eat or drink or whatsoever you do go all King James. I don't know if that's (laughs) what it is in any other translation. Do all to the glory of God. But really we can do it in our play too. Like we you can have fun and through the fun bring glory to God. Yeah. And that's just the cool thing to think about. And it really does take away like you said that guilt of oh I should be doing something useful all the time every second in order to bring glory to God. But that's not what it is. Just our existence brings glory to God. Right. And yeah. I feel like we're starting to talk in circles, but I'm going to yeah, say one more thing anyway. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, just, I, I'm going to disclaim because that's what I do. Like, the the fun shouldn't be taking place of things you actually have to do, and then it has to be, like, good fun, like right. whatever you say. Right. But, you know. <laughs> you Benjamin's all about careful. the disclaimers. <laughs> yeah, it's really a bad thing, actually. You can be too careful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Now we're going to talk about a verse that applied to our lives this week, because we didn't do that at the beginning. So, who wants to go first? <laughs> well, I mean, I'll go first if you want me to. All right, go for it. So, actually, just after that verse that we were just talking about in in 1 Corinthians 10, I don't actually have verse numbers where I'm reading from right now, so I just know it's at the end of 1 Corinthians 10, <laughs> whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Right after that... It says, give no offense either to the Jews or to the Greeks or to the church of God, just as also I please men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. And a lot of times, I feel like in American culture especially, Christians can be kind of bombastic. And I, for a long time, was that. I I would, especially politically... um, be just not good in my demeanor with other people, and I would do this in the name of righteous indignation, but basically what what Paul's saying here is to an extent we should try to be 
people pleasers. <laughs> like <laughs> you can go too far with it, but you should live your life in a way that you don't give offense to anybody. Um, that way unsaved people are more likely to be saved because they won't be offended by you. I just saw a cartoon from Answers in Genesis, their after-eating cartoon that they make, and it was a guy wearing one of those Darwin, the fish with the legs shirts, and he was just on the ground, just beat up. And the guy next to him in, I think it had a shirt that said he was Christian, but anyway, he had this giant club that he had just been beating the guy with, and he was like, take that, you good-for-nothing atheist. Oh, and by the way, Jesus loves you. Exactly. That doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. And, and, um... Oh, I had a good example, but it just left, so... Alrighty. I think I think we better move on to you. Uh, okay. <laughs> so my verse that really applied for, to my life this week, which is a lot shorter, is Colossians 3.2. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Um, I've been, like I already said, super tired and super busy this week, and so I've kind of been focusing on my to-do list all the time. I talked a little bit about that whenever um, we talked about the busyness and laziness in one of our other episodes. I really struggle with that sometimes, and that's been my struggle this week is that I've been very earth-centered, like I need to get this stuff done, and then because of this, but like I haven't always taken the time to sit down and be still and know that he is God, <laughs> um, and just letting spiritual things be more important than earthly things. So that's what I've been working on, and that's an always applicable verse. So, so I remembered my example, so is it okay to go back? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's just, I've mentioned that I'm into politics, and one of the things that um, conservative people uh, rail against is political correctness. And I Christians do it all the time, too, because, you know, we want to make sure we have religious liberty and things like that. And political correctness, sure, it can be bad, but as Christians, we're supposed to speak in a way that doesn't offend people. It doesn't bring offense to people. And sometimes that is accomplished by being politically correct. So that's just something yeah, I've been yeah. thinking about. Yeah, that's very true. All right. As Benjamin's brother used to say a long time ago, it's beastly hot up in this piece, guys. We record in our closet. And it's really hot in here. So I think we're done for the day. <laughs> Are we done? Okay. It is still summer. It's not it fall is. yet. That's so true. that's why it's hot in and here. And Arizona has like five more months of summer. Not really, but it feels like it sometimes never ends. We kind of skip fall in the desert. <laughs> Pretty much. Which is sad because that's my favorite season. So you can find the Wicked Gate all over the place. Um, <laughs> first of all, this podcast can be found in iTunes or SoundCloud. If you go to soundcloud.com slash wickedgate or on our homepage, thewickedgate.org, where you can also find all of Meredith's blog posts. And while you're there, you can like us on Facebook. Or if you want to go the direct route, it's facebook.com slash wickedgate. Or follow us on Twitter, at wickedtweets. Um... Or Pinterest. Ah, I knew there was you another one. always forget Pinterest. It's, it's the most important one. I'm not really one. active on Pinterest. <laughs> we, we, we are on Pinterest. How can they find it? Um, you can either go on Pinterest and look for pinners. I always end up only doing the Pinterest one. You can look up the pinners and where the Wicked Gate is our name. Or you can go to Pinterest.com slash the Wicked Gate. And we'll be there. And Follow us. we're considering adding... 
and Instagram. Yay. So we're wanting to know, do you guys want to see um, us podcasting in our little closet here, like I mentioned, or just other behind-the-scenes Wicked Gate things, a little more about our life and some verses and whatever else you put on Instagram. They have do you like Instagram? Pretty verses. Yeah. Me? Oh, and so them or me? Both. <laughs> I like Instagram. I don't actually have one. Shh. But I just go on Benjamins all the time. <laughs> and so we would love to know if you would be interested in that. So tweet us or post on our Facebook or comment on this podcast somewhere. And so we want to know, would you be interested in seeing us on Instagram? So I guess that's it. As you go through your life this week, think about how you might be glorifying God or could be glorifying God in ways you never would have thought about. And just things in your personality that God designed uniquely for you. And so we'll come back next week and we should see if there's something we thought of in the in this week that we hadn't thought of before this episode and so we'll do it too all right thanks so much for tuning in see you next week bye, bye.